Hey, family and friends, welcome to the Your Best Lifestyle Podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google, Pandora, soon to be, and iHeartRadio, and a lot of other podcast platforms that's coming up soon. Thank you so much for the positive feedback, constructive criticism. We're learning every day, and we're stepping things up as we go. So, you know, once again, man, hey, happy Monday, and we're happy to have you here whether you're catching it now, you're going to catch it later. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for the subscriptions, for advertising, for sponsorships, for marketing. Man, I can't do it without you. Thank you so much. It takes a lot to do this, and it's not easy work, but here we are. And we want to thank each and every one of you guys who have played a role in this podcast. Thank you so much. And also, like, it's Monday, so, you know, I'm only here on Mondays to really share some knowledge and expertise from me on Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And then every Saturday at 10 p.m., 10 a.m., excuse me, we have an expert guest that come in here and share uh, their expertise with the world. You never know, man. They may have that one little piece that's going to fit your puzzle to give you that aha moment that's going to catapult you to the next level. So, hey, you never know who I'm going to have on. It's great uh, experts that's coming in, doctors, physical therapists, you know, chiropractors, you name it, we got it. Last Saturday, we had Dr. Tangion here, uh, Latangia Crossfield, who's an international lecturer. And she dropped some knowledge, man, about spiritual wellness, you know, emotional wellness, decompression, you know, understanding your gifts, figuring out, uh, unlocking the gym that's in you and polishing that thing up for greatness. So I want to say thank you so much, Dr. Tanji, for coming in and blessing me on last Saturday. Now, you can always go back on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn uh, podcast and really pull up that podcast. That was last Saturday. So, or you can go to www.yourbestlifestyles.com and pull up that podcast as well. And also, if you want to advertise, sponsor, purchase, you know, product placement, you can always go one-stop shop at the website. So, happy, happy Monday. You know how we do. We love Monday, man. Monday, we get a super energetic get ready for the new week okay a lot of people don't like mondays but i me in particular i love mondays man i i i go hard for mondays it's just a new beginning so you know we want to say thank you so much for tuning in and also thank you for sharing okay so thank you so let me give a shout out to uh uh uh, uh sponsors right now you know i want to say thank you so much to the old robinson public relations and media group Thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you so much for advertising. Thank you so much for the product placements. Thank you so much for the media placements. Hey, what else can I say, man? Thank you so much for your team over there and what you're doing. And also thank you uh, to the Defining Ones magazines, another sponsor of our podcast that's doing major things on a global scale. If you haven't known, but know about them, you're doing uh, a teenage t- a magazines for teenagers that's doing major things around the globe. A teenage magazine that has been created by teens for teens, highlighting highlighting a lot of things that they're doing around the globe. So thank you so much. And uh, hey man, 
that's it. You know, let's just get started with the podcast. You're not going to waste too much time because we got a lot going on right now. And uh, we want to just touch bases on a lot of things as far as this podcast. So this is uh, my 11th episode right now. So we're moving right along from February 1st from number one, starting with Nate Paskin. Then we got into international celebrity chef uh, Willie Wallace. Then we got into the world-renowned chiropractor and nutritionist Dr. Nelson Bomash. And then we ended it last Saturday with Dr. Tanji. So here we are again. We're moving right along, man. Three episodes a week right now. So we're moving, moving, and moving. So, you know, I got a lot of questions about how to lose belly fat and what are some of the tips and strategies. So we wanted this episode is dedicated to that you know, how to lose belly fat. What is the problem? How can people get that six pack abs? What do they have to do? They're eating right, they're exercising, all those good things. But it's a lot for a lot of people. It's a lot of unexplained answers. So I'm going to run down my version on why you may not be having great effect with a flatter core or you want to, you know, reveal a six pack abs. We all have abs. But a lot of times, for a lot of us, we have that subcutaneous fat or that versatile fat that is covering it up. So I want to give you some point key tips that I feel that you or a loved one may not be having a flatter core that you that you love, and not just the basic stuff about nutrition and everything like that. But I want to talk about some things that you may be not be paying attention to or you may be overlooking so some of the things that most people may consider is that you know diet and exercise we all know that okay we are we, we all know that that's those are common things but some of the things that you may not be knowing and one of the common thing is that you know my first tip is like you you lost your motivation man you know for a lot of times especially for new year's resolutions we coming up on March right now. You know, everybody's gun-ho. We all on autopilot about losing the weight. Let's get in our tummy flat. We want great gut health, all those different things. And maybe you just, you know, you want you need to lose some pounds for health reason, whatever. But over time, we lose motivation. Me too. Okay, I'll be the first one to tell you. Sometimes I don't want to work out. Sometimes I don't want to, you know, eat right. We lose that motivation, you know, and when that hits, you're not going to reveal the abs that you want. You're not going to have a flatter tummy or because, you know, that's the harder part of losing weight is maintaining the lifestyle changes you made. You know, we come up, say, hey, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to get this belly fat off me. But. We lose motivation when we feel like it's too it's too difficult to stay motivated all the time. So when that happens, especially when you slip up on the way, but you know you 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 can't let that affect your end goal. You got to have your end goal intact. You have to know why you have to be doing it. You know if if you're not feeling uh, motivated, then you know you got to find ways to get motivated. And sometimes the number one you have to one one number one thing that you have to do to stay motivated when it comes down to weight loss in the core, especially or are over the body, you got to find people that's going to join you and hold you accountable. A lot of times we'll set off and say, "Hey, I'm gonna do this for myself," but 
we fall short because we don't have that motivation or that particular person, um, whether it's a family member, coworker, or you hiring a professional like myself to keep you motivated. Okay, we lose motivation. And once motivation stops or escapes you, guess what? You're not gonna do it, okay? So losing that 20 pounds or the, uh, the diversible fat around your main organs, the things that you really need to do, right? To prevent any type of lifestyle disease, you're gonna lose that motivation, okay? So if you're wondering why you can't lose belly fat, you know, or get the abs that you want, you lost the motivation, bottom line. Motivation is the key to weight loss. You know, that's it. Motivation is the key to weight loss. If you're not motivated, consistently motivated, which is hard to do, you're not gonna continue. It's gonna be a problem for you, okay? So you need that motivation. Number one, get motivated, find somebody that's gonna help you stay motivated and stay motivated as much as possible. Even if you slip up, you got to get back on the bandwagon. Now, granted, life happens. It's going to hit you in the jaw. It's going to hit you in the, in, the, in the gut. It's going to say, you know what? I'm tired. I don't want to do it. Or, you know, maybe, you, you, you know, you, you overworked or you got to, you're stressed out. You know, we're going to get into that. But you got to stay motivated, okay? So pay attention to what's, what's sabotaging your motivation and then try to work around with that. Seek help, man. Get help. Because if you want to flatter abs, if you want to flatter core, you want a six-pack ab, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think that's one thing that really discourages people as well, is they're thinking that it's going to happen overnight. But it's not going to happen, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So, you know, another thing, another tip is, you know what I'm saying, is, is uh, excuse me for a minute. Another tip is, you know, you're doing too much of the dieting, man. You know, you crash dieting, you're doing the keto, you're doing uh, Atkins, you're doing the military diet, you're doing all these different diets, man. You're trying to cut down on, on, on how much you eat, you're trying to lose a few pounds at first, you know. You know, you're going to get there after a while, you know, but it's going to be hard to stand if you want to keep the weight off, okay? Your body's going to say, look, okay. You lost 20 pounds, you lost 25 pounds, 30 pounds, that's fine. And then you're gonna hit a plateau, bottom line. The body is very resilient, it's gonna say, nope, that's enough. So yeah, you're gonna start figuring out, or you're gonna start to ask yourself the question, why can't I lose that extra five to 25 pounds that I wanna lose, okay? And then you're gonna have to do something, but you know, you, you, you got to eat less, okay? You got to stick to whole food diets. The crash diet, that's fine. I'm not a huge fan of crash dieting. I'm not a huge fan of, you know, all these special diets, or all these fad diets. I know tons of people that have a lot of success with the diets, but over time, their body's gonna hit a plateau and the body's gonna start making adjustments. That's why most people cannot lose those last few stubborn pounds around their core, around anywhere that body fat start to, you know, to store. Okay, so you gotta make sure that you tweak everything. You know, you gotta, you gotta eat more calories than you burn, okay? If you don't know that, then you know that. You have to pay attention to what you're doing. You got to burn more calories than what you eat. I'm sorry about that. 
yeah, had a bag with you have to burn more calories than you actually eat okay you got to you got to stick to the whole foods you know you got to go you know lean meats fruits and vegetables uh, you got to do whole grains. You got to drink the water. You know, you you, you got to stick to where your ancestors used to eat. Okay. We ate from the sea. We ate from the vine. We ate from the ground. We ate from the land and we ate from the air. Okay. All these different diets and stuff like that, you know, it may work, but your body's going to make it, make, um, make adjustments. Okay. So you want to make sure that your body don't go into a starvation mode, man. Okay, you want to also make sure that, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, once your body goes into a starvation mode, your metabolism is going to start to slow down. When your metabolism starts to slow down, it's going to make it harder for you to lose weight. So you got to raise your metabolism. Okay, you got to raise your metabolism. You got to eat certain foods. Spicy foods is really good for raising your metabolism outside of the, the exercising techniques. You have to raise your metabolism by eating a lot of spicy food. I love spicy food. I like hot sauce. I like um, peppers. Uh, you know, I just, I just, spicy food I like. Okay, so you want to make sure that you, you, you know, you raise your metabolism and make sensible, healthy changes to your lifestyle. You know, and try to avoid the, the, um, the fad diets as much, much as possible, man. You have to do it. You really have to do it. So if you're looking to lose the belly fat or lose fat around your body and keep it off you got to get away from the crash dieting and really pay attention to whole foods eating okay you got to pay attention to that man that's going to make all the difference in the world and also keep in mind what may work for your friend it may not work for you all diets are not created equal Results are going to vary. Okay, you have to pay attention to that. Have to understand that it's not a one size fit all, a cookie cutter thing. Everybody has their own DNA profile. Everybody has a different way their body is going to react to certain ingredients, a certain foods and diets. Everybody have different blood work. Some people have the same. Some people have the. I have different one. So you have to make sure that you find what works for you and then keep that, exploit that. Just remember, what's good for me, it's not going to be good for John. Bottom line to it. Now, John may have similar results, but he's not going to have the same results. I may have got onto a diet, right, and lost 40, 50 pounds core and everything he may try to mimic that same diet and guess what he only lost 10 pounds what's the difference his dna profile is different okay so you can't pay attention you can just try you can try to mimic it but your body's not going to have the same effects so you have to pay attention to all that all right let me get to the next one right quick so Number three that I like to say, because I wrote down my notes, and so number three I want to say is like, you you expecting a quick fix. Okay, I coach people all the time, and people want something to happen overnight. I, keep, I use this scenario, I said, look, whether you want six-pack abs or six figures, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not. 
people see pictures of me when I was in the pool, man boobs, 42 inch waist, I mean, a big guy, all right? At the time, I figured I was straight, ain't nothing wrong with me, okay? And now they see six pack abs, eight pack working, broader chest, broader shoulders, you know, stronger back, you know, a, a, a sleek uh, core and waist. That did not come overnight. That came by trial and error. I once was looking for a quick fix, but I realized it's not gonna happen. It's never gonna happen for me. I had to switch up my diet. I had to get motivated, okay? And I did not do any fad diets. And I and it frustrated me. I was impatient and I was frustrated. It's only until I exercised great patience and faith that I was able to transform my body. Okay? Once you get impatient and frustrated trying to lose weight, you're not gonna see the results. Because motivation is gonna stop. You're not gonna see it. So you have to make sure that you stay on top of your game with that, okay? You're not gonna see effects overnight. The brain is not wired for that. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna go right into resistance changes in your lifestyle. So you're gonna need about 12 weeks before you start seeing some type of changes or getting a healthy habit involved. A 21 days tops for a healthy habit. Okay, that's when you should start noticing the change. I'm telling you right now, if you specking a quick fix, you're gonna crash and burn. It's not gonna happen. And this is, and this is why people give up. Okay, because they want something to happen right away, and it's not gonna happen. I'm just keeping it 100 with you. So many people say, oh, maybe if I drink this, or if I eat that, if I do crunches, if I do cardio, it's not gonna work, because you're expecting too much to happen. You're expecting too much to happen. Too soon, okay? So you gotta pay attention to what's going on. All right, make sure that you stay patient, and make sure that you pay attention to what you're doing, okay? That's gonna make all the difference in the world, okay? So another thing, you know, another tip might be like, you're too stressed out. See, all these things you may not be paying attention to. First, you're talking about motivation, a lack of motivation. Then you're talking about fad dieting, okay? Now you're too stressed out and you want a quick fix. All these things play a part in weight loss and weight gain, okay? Not losing the weight around the core. You're too anxious. You want it too fast. You know what I'm saying? You're too stressed out. Whether it's from a relationship, whether it's from a work, whether it's from traffic, whether it's from whatever stresses you out, okay? It can wreak havoc on your body. So you got to figure out what's stressing you out. What's, why are you so anxious about it? You know, this can really uh, produce so much high cortisol hormones in your body. You know, when that happens, guess what? You're gonna have a lot of sugar cravings. So whenever you feel like, oh, I need something sweet, I need something chocolatey, I need something crunchy, whatever it is, 
guess what? Ask yourself, what's triggering those cravings? Are you stressed? Are you anxious? Are you feeling anxiety? What's going on right now? You know you want it, you know you want the core to shrink. You know you want a six-pack ass. Guess what? When that cortisol hormone kicks in, you're gonna want something to figure that out. You want something to really, really eliminate that stress. So here come the cravings. Here come the cravings. Now it's all about sugar. It's all about instant instant energy and pleasure. That's it. Once you get that pleasure, guess what? You add that into the fat bank. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get a, uh, uh, a short burst of, uh, of energy and everything like that. But when it comes down, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna put, your, you're gonna put everything in immediate danger. You know what I'm saying? So, man, you cannot lose a lot of belly fat if you have a lot of sugar cravings or you're feeling uh, stress or anxiety. Okay, so you gotta make sure that you pay attention to that. And you gotta pay attention to it because um, if you do not, guess what? You're gonna maintain the fat gain. You're not gonna burn it around the core or any other place, but right now we're talking about the core. Okay, so you gotta pay attention to that stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? And one of the top ones I know since we're talking about stress and food cravings and sugar, you making you may be consuming too much sugar. Everybody knows that, but can you control it though? Sugar is so addictive right now. It's in everything, okay? It's in everything. So if you wonder, hey, why I can't lose the weight around my core? Why can I get lean, sexy abs and stuff like that? You may be consuming too much sugar, whether it's in soft drinks, sweet teas, candies, you know, cakes, Donuts, man, we all have those cravings. I love those foods, to be honest with you. I'm just gonna be transparent with you right now. I like a cake once in a while. Donuts, I like. I'm no, I don't particularly go out and purchase those things. But if somebody had one or two, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself to this. I've been working hard. I've been, you know, I've been, I've been going hard. So one slice of cake, I may, you know scrape the icing off it or whatever like that but i may have that slice of cake i'm not going back for a second slice you know i already know it's going to affect me and being for me a type 2 diabetic i know better than that okay same thing with donuts so i have to make sure that you know i'm staying away from 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 certain chocolates and you know that's going to make losing weight harder that's what I had to do to, to pretty much reverse type two diabetes and get down my weight, okay? I had to stay away from a lot of the stuff that was really sabotaging my success. So, but that's hard though, because we go right back to the stress, we go back to the lifestyle changes, they go back to the motivation, the accountability, all these things tie in. But if you're not figuring out what's working and what's not working, guess what? You're going right back to the sugary foods or to the sugary drinks, you know, but you need to get away from that and then stick more of the of the fruits and vegetables. Now, when it comes down to fruits and vegetables, we all know that fruits are high in sugar. Some of them, 
okay? Then some of them will spike your, your blood glucose level. And when it comes down, the body's going to process that sugar. And some of them is going to give a slow release of sugar. But the only way you can identify what fruit does that is research the glycemic index. Now, the glycemic index is the index alerting you what foods are high in sugar and what foods are not. And this is how you regulate what type of fruits and vegetables that you want to consume during the course of the day or put in your smoothies or put into your juices and all those good things. So you have to pay attention to it. I did not know how to use the glycemic index uh, before until I became a type 2 diabetic. I had to research those things because the dietitian that was working for me, she was not, she had so many patients. She, she just gave me some stuff to read. And I was like, what is this? What is that? I had to actually research these things myself. So one thing I realized that the glycemic index is an index chart that tells you just to say bananas. Okay, bananas are high in sugar, but it's high in potassium too. Okay, so it's great if you have hypertension. That's really good to uh, regulate the potassium in there for the hypertension. But if you're diabetic, you have to watch what size of banana. Like just say a medium-sized banana might be 90 calories or, you know, uh, not that much sugar in there. A large one, I couldn't eat a large calorie. So I know that's a lot of things to think about. But watermelon is really good. I mean, it's actually high in sugar. Papayas, mangoes, pineapples, those things are high in sugar. Okay, so grapes are high in sugar. You know, all those, and I love all these fruits, but they high in sugar. But when you come down to uh, losing belly fat or weight loss, you know, you would think that, hey, I can eat this thing, eat that. But too much of these things can contribute or, or escalate a diabetic ketosis state. Like some people may say, oh, I'm, I'm doing smoothies, but they're doing too much of the sugary stuff versus the high fiber stuff, which is the veg vegetables. Like most people do for smoothies, they do, you know, uh, high fatty, high sugary fruits pineapples, papayas, just to get the flavor of the of the sweetness of it. They do not like spinach and kale and uh, 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 Swiss chard and all those different things. It's too bitter for them. So that's why the average person put a lot of fruit in their smoothies. But they don't know. You may lose 20 pounds, but also you may put yourself in a more... Uh, uh, um, dangerous situation with type 2 diabetes as well okay so it's dangerous you got to play the game you have to understand how to do it so if you figure like oh i've been doing juicing i've been smoothing i was making smoothies but i still can't lose that belly fat because that's because you're doing too much of the wrong things and the body's gonna be like oh you're doing too much it's gonna start storing that sugar as fat so you got to do the low fat options, you know what I'm saying? So you got to do the high fiber stuff if you want to lose the weight or really get some inches around from, from around the core. Okay, pay attention to that, man. Make sure you're reading the labels. That's another thing too. You have to read the labels. The Food and Drug Administration, 
give food manufacturers a 1.5% leeway of how they can advertise those packages. So if you're not an educated consumer when it comes down to nutrition, right, you can be doing more harm than good. So you have to pay attention to that. You know, you got to cut back on a lot of the simple uh, carbohydrates you eat. You know, a lot of people are afraid of carbs. I'm not afraid of carbs. There's good carbs and there's bad carbs. But we're talking about the pastas and the breads and, you know, you, you got to pay attention to that. And I spoke about this before when it comes down to bread. Like bread is one of those carbs that, let's think about, let's talk about bread right quick. You know, you're talking about toast for breakfast, a sandwich for lunch, and for supper you're having a dinner roll. For dinner you're having a dinner roll. That's a lot of bread. Okay, so you have to pay attention to what type of bread, you know, is it whole grain, whole wheat, white, uh, uh, high fire, a lot of, I like seeded bread. Okay, so we want to make sure that we're paying attention to that. Same thing with pastas, you know, we got to pay attention to what type of pasta we eat. You know, I like the vegetable pastas right now, but um, like I said, food manufacturers, they're tricky about the way they advertise it and they're tricky about the way they label their stuff. So you got to look at the um, the ingredient list. You know, some of them have uh, 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 trans fat in there, a hydrogenated oils, which is illegal. Well, hydrogenated oils is just another word for trans fat, which is really banned right now in certain foods. So if you're looking at peanut butter, if you open up a jar of peanut butter and it's a whole lot of fat to the top and you got to mix it up, that's trans fat, that's hydrogenated oils. If you're looking at some breads, they use hydrogenated oils to kind of like binding in the bread. So you got to look for certain words. You got to educate yourself. So you figure like I'm eating right, I'm cutting back and all these different things. It can just be certain things in there, certain ingredients that's really sabotaging your success. So, you know, you gotta, you know, don't don't cut carbs out completely. Just understand, once again, go back to the glycemic index and say, hey, what carbs are good, uh, you know, like white potatoes, you know, is high in sugar. But if you go to a sweet potato, you're good to go. If you go to a, a gravy red potato, you're good to go. So that's, you know, slow acting um, insulin release, a sugar release. So you're gonna be fine with that. It's not gonna really spike your glucose level and then make sure that you gain in weight. So you wanna make sure that you pay attention to that, okay? So it's, it's always, you know, something. But if you don't have the right game plan, okay, you're gonna fall off in a short period of time. So in order for you to lose the weight around your core, right, you're gonna to have to control your eating. You have to know what type of foods to eat, uh, practice great nutritional timing, and all of those good things. And as you get better with playing with certain ingredients and playing with certain times and playing with certain meals, you start to figure out, uh, you start to gauge what's working for you and what's not working for you. You start to include certain things into your nutrition and then you try start to eliminate certain things in your nutrition. Okay, you have to pay attention to, you know, how much you're doing. Like I said, you could, you, you're consuming too much sugar. So, and then now, you know, you got to, you got to pay attention to what foods that's high in sugar or what foods is going to break down in sugar. So Google the glycemic index and see that index chart on what type of foods is high in sugar and what type of foods are low in sugar. Okay. Pay attention to that.
right. So another thing too, man, you know, one of my other tips and strategies, one thing I learned in the past is like I was doing all the wrong workouts. I thought I was down there doing crunches. I was doing like uh, 25 crunches at a time, rest 10 seconds, do another 25 crunches. Before you know it, I'm doing like 500 crunches. Let me tell you something right now. Crunches are crap, okay? Crunches are a waste of your time, especially if you have a lot of belly fat. Do not get on those crunch machines when you're going to the gym. You're wasting your time. Do not get your butt on the floor trying to do crunches. You are wasting your time. I'm telling you right now, you're not doing your abs any good. You're not going to lose any weight trying to do crunches, whether it's on the floor or on a machine. You're not gonna, it's not going to happen. Only thing you're doing is flexing that fat or you, what you're doing is right now, you're increasing your risk of hip dysplasia. Okay, because you if you're doing the wrong type of crunches, guess what? You ain't doing nothing but working those hip flexes. Over time, you're going to have problems with your hips. So I don't recommend crunches. I hate crunches. I ain't doing no crunches. I do I do ab classes. I don't, they, they can tell you right now. They listen to this podcast. They can say, you know what? Terrence don't do no crunches. No, man. It's not going to help you banish, banish that bulge. It's not going to help you with the belly fat. You're wasting your time. And any other trainer tell you, do give me 25 crunches. I get on this machine and do some crunches. When you have a whole lot of abdominal belly fat, a whole lot of versical or uh, subcanadious fat, no, sir. You're wasting your time. Go get your money back. You know what I'm saying? Because he wasting or she wasting your time. Okay? No, 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 no. You're going to have to burn that fat off first. Okay, you're gonna have to strip away that belly fat. Most people they want to go do uh, an hour on a treadmill. They want to run. You're like eh. you're wasting your time on the treadmill, trying to burn belly fat. You're wasting your time trying to do all these crazy different exercises. That's not going to burn. What I like to do is high intensity uh, interval training. That's one of your best bets of burning belly fat to really get that fat off you man you need to do some hit routines okay you're doing the wrong exercises like i said it, it results may vary some per somebody might be doing something on the treadmill hey i love the treadmill one person might be doing something on the elliptical on a bike whatever now don't get me wrong if you suffer from uh uh some type of joint pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain, back pain, then, you know, definitely get on an elliptical on a bicycle or stuff like that to help you raise your cardiovascular training or uh, cardio aerobic training, get that. But if you're trying to burn a lot of belly fat, guess what? A HIIT routine is really good for that. You know what I'm saying? It's a great way to get your heart rate up, a great way to try to burn some calories, okay? Man, I'm telling you right now, you set up a station of probably like five exercises and you go in 20, 30 seconds at a time, rest 10 seconds, then you go to the next station. That's going to stimulate the fat burning process around your core. Okay. And not just your core, any other place where fat may deposit in your body too. So you got to focus 
on doing the right exercises. Okay, if you're doing the wrong type of workout, you're gonna be wasting your time if you're trying to lose belly fat. It's not gonna work, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work, okay? I'm telling you right now. All right, another point, I hope y'all write some notes down. Another thing is like this, your sleeping patterns. You wonder why you're not losing a lot of weight or belly fat because your sleeping is all off, man. It's a lot of hormonal changes going on. You know what I'm saying? You up late night, you hanging out, you partying, you social media, you know, all that stuff like that. You getting tired, getting groggy on the next day. Guess what? All those all those changes is going to affect your weight gain or weight loss, depending on who you are, okay? You need to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep a day. Me personally, I think, for me personally, from my experience and what I'm dealing with right now, that's too much sleep for me. If I get seven hours of sleep, I'll wake up with a headache. Eight hours of sleep, I don't know what's going on with me. What, what am I, sick or something? No, okay? I need six, maybe seven, depending on a good day, because my body is wired to go. Now, I listen to my body when it says, okay, shut it down. Okay, and I'll shut it down for as long as I can shut it down, but my mind is still ready to go. But I have to listen to my body all the time. I have to, you know, if, if I don't get a... If I get too much sleep, I'll wake up with a headache. If I get too much, too little sleep, I'll wake up with a headache. But two things your body's doing when it's sleeping is going into dehydration mode and fasting mode, okay? So your hormones get thrown out of balance, man. That can affect your hunger levels, okay? Most people that get up in the morning, they're super hungry. Most people that get up in the morning, they don't, they're not hungry. They don't even do breakfast, okay? So you got, you know, the hormones are changing, man. The, the leptin hormone is where, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, feeling hungry or it's all about making you feel full, you know, and the ghrelin hormone. So it's like when them two hormones, you have a different, uh, uh, excuse me, a, a disconnection between those hormones. Guess what? That's going to, you know, the body, those hormones don't connect. So it doesn't tell if you're hungry. It doesn't tell if you're full. Most people, they don't know they have a disconnection from that hormone, from, from two of those hormones, excuse me. When that happens, guess what? You're putting on weight because the body and the mind is not signaling each other to say, hey, we full. It only takes about 20 minutes before the brain and the body signal one another to say, hey, back away from the table. Okay, and that's the ghrelin and the leptin hormones. If you have a disconnection to that, guess what? After 20 minutes, you want more food and more food and more food because those hormones are not acting as one. They're not communicating. There's a disconnection. So that's something right there that you're going to have to go see your doctor about. You know, you really have to go see that. Before you know it, hey, it's 40 minutes later, you're not full yet and you're still eating? So if you see somebody, you can't just say, oh, they greedy. And that's a typical thing for society to say about somebody who you see just keep eating, eating, eating. That's a typical thing. But that can be a disconnection between the hormones. Okay, that that's a medical issue that they need to go get checked out for. Okay, because I know the average adult will last about 20 minutes before those hormones kick in and the brain signals the stomach or the stomach signals the brain and say, hey, we're full. 
back away okay so if you're trying to lose weight around the core and you can't do it you got to figure out why and this sleep would affect the hormones so i would suggest getting blood work done and check to see what's going on if you cannot lose the core weight if you cannot lose body weight all together and you in the sleeping patterns are all off balance your hormones are off i would recommend going to your primary physician and go get checked out because a lot of times you're going to be doing the great exercising great nutrition water consumption good sleep but there's some there's a disconnection somewhere down the line and what that happens was you lose motivation because it's like oh i can't lose the belly fat because of lack of motivation now because nothing seemed to be working but it can just be a hormonal issue it can just be a a, a medical issue okay so we got to really pay attention to what's going on in our body man you know it's it's a big it's so much to go on with it but these are my uh my tips and strategies of why you may not be having um, a great six pack or just an even flatter core or just great gut health you know what i'm saying because every time that you have so much belly fat and the vertical fat that's wrapped around the, 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 the vital organs. That's the most dangerous fat that you need to release. Okay, so when you have a lot of belly fat that's behind the vital organs, you increase your risk of type 2 diabetes. Trust me, I know on this one, I had a lot of belly fat, but I didn't feel like I was obese or whatever, but I still ended up with type 2 diabetes. Okay, so you increase your risk of heart disease, a stroke, heart attack, all those things like that. This is why people try so hard to lose the fat that's around their core because their doctors told them, hey, you need to lose that fat. You need to go out there, you need to start working out, you need to start eating right. Yeah, but here's the deal. It's not easy for a lot of people to go out there and do that. They may be motivated at first because they know there's a health issue down the line. Hey, you might be pre-diabetic. You have bad cholesterol. You have you had an increased risk of hypertension. You know, so you got to eat right and exercise. But what's the rules? How can you go and do that? Sally lost 20, 30 pounds. Ooh, Sally's my best friend. Let me go see what she does. But it doesn't work for you. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to get less motivated. You're not going to go because you don't have a plan. You don't have an idea what you should do. Okay, so this is why people go hire professionals like me to say, hey, I need this and I need that. I need to get away from this. I need to increase this. Okay, what can I do? These are customized plans. It's not a one size fit all. Okay, your body's going to be, you know, shifting that fat from one side to the next side. Okay, because you're not paying attention to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, you know, you're going to need a healthy dose of, of rest and exercise. Okay, if you're not getting that rest, I'm not talking about that sleep. I'm talking about that afterburn, the after calorie burn that you're getting when you're just sitting on the couch. You had a great effective workout, guess what? You had great nutrition, a pre-workout, a pre-workout um, nutrition, and you had a post-workout nutrition. You had a great workout. Guess what? It's two to four hours later and you're still burning calories. 
this is how it's going to make sure that you're getting that excess body fat off of you. Most people go walk 20, 30 minutes on the treadmill looking at their cell phone. Guess what? That's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. Okay? You have to increase the intensity. It's not going to cut it. Alright? Once again, you're doing ad work on the machines or you're doing waist trainers and all that stuff. Like, man, listen. It's not going to cut it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not going to cut it. So you have to have a plan. You have to get with professionals that's going to say, hey, I'm going to customize a plan for you for mass results. Okay? You can go take all the classes at every gym that you want to take. All right? But you still may not get the results as the next person. And when that happens, you're going to stop. You got to find your motivation, like I said before. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you, you, you got to have the balance, man. You got to have, you know, uh, a way to increase your metabolism, doing the right exercises, getting enough sleep, getting enough rest. And the rest is not sleep. I'm talking about the rest that you're doing when you're just laying on the couch. Okay, and you got to get a whole body work workouts so you don't get bored. You got to have a combination of certain exercises. Okay, because your body's going to adapt. You got to keep confusing the body. You're going to get bored. Same thing when it comes down to your nutrition. You have to keep switching out your foods. Most people say, oh, they recycle carbs or they do, you know, um, chicken and broccoli every day that is so freaking boring okay that's boring okay (laughs) i don't want chicken and broccoli every day i want something different every day that i know that my taste buds is gonna be so happy okay when i see the certain foods that's why i like making my own meals or i go out to a restaurant that i know hey let me go try this I don't want the same thing over a day. If, if, if you pay me for a meal plan for 30 days, three days, I mean, three meals a day plus three snacks, guess what? Every day is going to be different. I'm, you're not going to get chicken and broccoli every day because that's the typical thing to do. Some, yeah, lean meat and vegetables, okay. And the people say, oh, you got to eat clean. That's cool, but what does eating clean really mean to you when it comes down to uh, losing weight around the core or a lot of abdominal fat? What does that really mean? Most people don't have a clue what it means. For some people, it's just a catchy phrase. But I'm going to tell you what it means. When you're eating clean, you're eating certain foods like broccoli and tomatoes. These things have hormones in there that's going to really help flush out your system. Okay, you want to get with lean meats, not medium to fatty meats. Okay, you want to get meats that the body can process within 24 to 48 hours, not 72 and on. You want to start eating foods that can process like fiber. It's going to process in 24 hours. This is what clean means. Okay, you want to help consume the type of nutrients that's going to really work through the digestive system, work through the stomach so you can eliminate faster. 
And the reason why people can't lose a lot of abdominal fat is because they're eating all the wrong foods, the high foods, the high fatty foods, the medium fatty foods, the junk foods, the heavy carb foods. The body is going to process that because you know what? It's going to take 72 hours, which is three days or more, before the body can eliminate that. In the meantime, the body is going to take, when it's processing, when the liver is, liver is processing it, guess what? The body's not going to break it down and say, okay, that's fat, that's sugar, I don't know what this is. So let's just put it in the flat, in the fat closet right here. Then on top of that, your sleeping patterns are off, you're, you're stressed all the time, and you're doing all the wrong exercise. You're not, there you go. That's the recipe right there for abdominal fat or abdominal obesity. And let's just say on top of that, you're drinking alcohol. Okay, you're drinking beer, you're drinking wine, whatever it is you're drinking. Those are extra calories that you don't really need. Now, I'm not saying that I don't drink here and there. I do have a cocktail here and there. I do have a beer here and there, but I have to limit that. Most people, they got to drink a beer every day, a three beers every day, six pack every day, a bottle of wine every day. When you do that, you're going to have a freaking problem because what it's going to do, it's going to increase your appetite. So if you're going out every day, whether it's happy hour, you're coming home from stress, a stressful career every day, guess what? You're going to go to that drink, whether you got Hennessy, you got, you know, uh, um, red wine, white wine, uh, Heineken, whatever you're doing, okay? After about two glasses of that or two bottles of that, you're going to get hungry. So now what are you going to eat? Do you have a plan? Because I know you don't want a smoothie after that. You're going to want something that's fast. You're going to want something that's full of sugar like pastas and breads and maybe potatoes, red meat, you know, uh, whatever it is, your choices, whatever is there. Pizza, depending on who you are. Okay, so over time, guess what? You're going to be unmotivated. You know, you're not going to say, oh, I'm about to go work out now, you know, or, or, or I'm about to go and, and just sit down on the couch right quick. It's been a long day. I'm stressed. I'm just trying to decompress. I'm trying to unwind. You're going to have a problem. So if you're trying to stay motivated to lose the belly fat and trying to get a six pack or just a flatter core, you don't have to. That's a, that's a whole thing. You don't have to have a six pack. But if you have great digestive health, good gut health, you're on your way to a healthier lifestyle. The bigger, most people come into a room, they barely come in first. Okay? Now, most people try to lose the weight around their core, they just can't. But a lot of times what I realize is that it can be a medical issue. Maybe they got put on some type of steroid drug that increased weight gain. It's so many different things. Maybe they have fibroids. You know, it's so many different things. Maybe they have arthritis that prevents them from even working out to the capacity that they need to lose 30, 40 pounds. It's so many different reasons why people cannot lose the belly fat that they really need to increase a healthier lifespan, a healthier lifestyle. Because around about 80% of all diseases is going to start in the gut. Okay, this is why, you know, we want to focus on good gut health and try to uh, reduce a lot of belly fat. It's, once you take the vanity out of a six-pack abs, like, 
getting a six pack of flat accord, this is why people show off their abs so much because it takes a whole lot of work. Strategic planning, it's not gonna happen overnight. Some people, it's all about genetics. They can eat whatever and still have a six pack. And some people, once again, genetics can play a negative part on it because, hey, it's in your history and your family history that you're big or you have a lot of abdominal obesity. Genetics play a huge part on why you can lose the weight around the core or why you cannot lose the weight around, around the core. So you have to look at certain family members. You have to look at your history, grandmama, grandfather, you know, all those different things. If everybody walking around with big abdominal core, a lot of abdominal obesity, it could be genetics. But you can work your way around that. But you have to have a very strategic plan on losing the weight around the core if you want to focus on good gut health, okay? So you got to pay attention. So anyway, there's so many different reasons why you may, can, you may not be able to lose the abdominal fat. You just have to figure out what they are, okay? You have to figure out what's causing you uh, not to lose or what's, what's causing you to gain. You got to figure those things out. You cannot go into a gym and say, okay, I'm about to go do these 50 crunches on the machine. You're wasting your time. Or I'm about to go run around the parking lot. Yeah, you, that, that would work because you want to get your, uh, your heart rate up to try to burn some calories. However, if you're still eating, still consuming the same old foods, that's putting a weight on or there's like a disconnection between the brain and the stomach or you know you're drinking or you you know what I'm saying you it's not going to happen so you have to have a strategic plan if you want to lose the weight around your core okay so if you have health issues are you pre-existing health issues are you on your way to being pre-diabetic or heart disease and and all that stuff runs in your family and you already have like an extra 50 pounds on you that you need to come off, you need to hurry up and try to get that off as fast as you possibly can. But in a healthy way though, don't do no stream fasting and all that stuff like that because uh, stream detoxifying your body because now you're gonna strip your body weight of the vital nutrients and electrolytes and the vitamins and minerals that your body needs to sustain you on a daily basis. So you got to go pay attention to that, okay? You can start off with a great detox, but you still have to replace those nutrients that the body pushes out, okay? So we got, it's just so many different things, okay? But you got to, you have to get with people who is going to help you identify what the culprits are, come out with solutions to help push you to the next way and also help you stay motivated because I'm going to tell you, motivation is going to hit you so hard that you don't even want to continue no more with this. It's too hard. I'm not seeing any results. Then depression kicks in, anxiety kicks in, frustration kicks in, and you know what? You're going right back to what you was doing with the old habits, which is eating the cookies, eating the chips, um, sitting on the couch, getting a beer, getting a pizza, getting a high gravy dishes, you know, mashed potatoes, getting on the red meat, all these things like that. Now you can compound in everything. Okay, so you got to pay attention. Okay, so anyway, welcome to the, thank you, and welcome again <laughs> to the left. This is the 11th episode of the Your Best Lifestyle Podcast here on Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in, 
uh, Apple, Google, and soon to be on Pandora and iHeartRadio. Thank you so much. I am your host, Terrence Hutchinson. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms and your best lifestyles uh, podcast or your www. The website is www. Your best lifestyles.com or you can call me at 404 312 2748 for a consultation and let's get the bar rolling man you know let's get the bar rolling on your health let's get the bar rolling on a healthier lifestyle um like i said before you do not have to have a six-pack just have great gut health take the vanity out of it don't be looking at anybody else who have six-pack and they fronting on you they worked hard, but a lot of it is just genetics as well. Okay, so pay attention on you. Let's focus on you. Okay, let's come up with a custom plan. Identify your triggers on why you're not losing the weight or why you're gaining the weight. Okay, it's not a cookie cutter program. It's not a one size fits all. Results are always going to vary. Like I say, what may be good for me may not be good for John. What may be good for Susie may might be good for Lucy and so on and so forth. So results will vary. If you, if you see certain supplements or infant commercials, read a small print. They're gonna tell you the same thing. Yeah, we promise all these things, then at the small print it says, results may vary. And that's the key wording that you need to look for on any product, any program, whatever it is, you need to realize if it says that. Okay, and pay attention to um, uh, your nutrition on the back of products. Stick to the whole foods, man. You know, stick to the whole foods. You're gonna get best results that way. Stick to the water consumption. You gotta get away from the carbonated drinks, any fizzy type thing, you know. I do wine every once in a while. I'm not a big wine drinker. I used to drink a whole lot of beer, but once I got rid of the beer, everything changed for me. Once I got rid of the fast food, I was a, 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 a double whopper and onion rings and strawberry shake. That was my thing. If I was feeling stressed uh, down, I would run and go get that. That was my thing. I had to get away from that. That caused me to end up in ICU with type 2 diabetes over time, along with the beer, along with the no sleeping, along with the stress from corporate America, anxiety, party, and doing all those different things like that. So I had to identify my triggers and get rid of them, all the negative ones, okay? So anyway, I hope this helps somebody. Share with your friends, coworkers, everything like that. Play in your office, play in your car, you're stuck in traffic, you're on your way to the gym. So we're trying to feed you with some nuggets right now. These are my tips, okay? You can add or subtract from them. It's all good. But I guarantee you, they're gonna work. It worked for me, it worked for a lot of my clients now and in the past. So make sure that you utilize them and pay attention, okay? And stay away from unhappy people too because you know, they're gonna cause you, you're gonna adopt their stress. Then you're gonna go to happy hour with them. You're gonna go out to eat with them. You gotta hear all that stuff they're going through. And that's cool, you be their friend and whatever, or family. But don't adopt that stress because guess what? The more they talk, you be like, mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you got another drink. And then here come the food and here come the breadsticks or wherever you are. Okay, so just pay attention, okay? 
So I'm your host, Terrence Hutchinson, your best lifestyle podcast here on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, and Google, and so on and so forth. So reach out to me, man, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Later. Hey world, welcome to the 15th episode of the Your Best Lifestyle Podcast here on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Public Radio Podcast, Apple, Google, soon to be on Pandora, and iHeartRadio. Happy Monday, what a fresh day of the week. New day of the week, new opportunities, new New goals, a whole new clean slate, man. You know, wow, what an awesome day. Today was a beautiful day outside. And, man, I was out with no coat on, no no sweater on, just showing my arms, showing off my hard work, just feeling happy, man, you know. And, you know, I went grocery shopping a little bit, and I came across some people just feeling unhappy. I'm like, man, why is some people so feeling so unhappy lately? I don't get it. I, I Sometimes I do. I know life happens, things happen, people get depressed, they get sad, and all those things like that. So I said, you know what, let this be a day where I just talk about the pursuit of happiness. Just happiness in general, man. You know, I, it's, it's just crazy, man. Life is too short. Okay, let's just put it like that. You blink the day and you're gone tomorrow, man. You know, we already know how it goes down. Life is too short to be sad and upset and mad all the time, angry, hating on one another, you know, just really finger pointing. You need to take a closer look at yourself, man, and be happy with yourself. Be happy with your situation. Be happy with the people around you. Be happy with, you know, the roof over your head, the clothes on your back, the uh, the shoes on your feet, the food on your table, the money in your bank account. Be happy with your health. Woo, boy, let me tell you something, man. People just neglect happiness. But even when they feel happy, they also feeling like, you know, they hide behind the smile, man. I really don't get it, man. I'm, you know... I'm truly happy. Even when I'm feeling like there's a problem coming up, I'm still happy. I'm still blessed about it, man. You know, the universe is responding to me in a favorable way. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy just to get up in the morning with no pain in my body, in my right mind. I'm not hooked up to IVs or machines beeping. I'm not incarcerated. The bills is paid. You know, I got love in my life, man. Everything is cool. It's enough to be happy about, man. I'm telling you, I run into so many people. Hey, what's up, Terrence? Hey, what's going on? Oh, man, something. They always talking about something is going wrong. Always predicting something to go wrong. Always complaining about, you know, how things are not working out. Man, I can't talk to you. I'm going to give you about two seconds and I'm about out of here. You know, sometimes when I know people, when I see them, and they come in my way, they really don't have anything positive to say about life and happiness or the pursuit of happiness, man. I cannot be in a chaotic emotional state or a mental state or even a spiritual state around unhappy people. I cannot do it. You hear me? I can't. It's a big deal to me, man. I'm trying to really increase my quality of living increase my lifestyle 
uh, attract a whole lot of abundance and a lot of happiness in my life, man. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> I, I hope I'm not ranting right now, but I just felt like I needed to talk a little bit more about happiness and the importance of staying happy and how it connects to your spiritual wellness, to your emotional, to your psychological, your physical awareness, and even wellness, and even into your financial wellness. People don't get it, man. You know, life is too short. I'm telling you, man. You keep complaining. You keep doing self-negative talk to yourself. You know, you keep replaying the negative talk to you in your mind, to your subconscious mind. You're going to be unhappy. You keep hanging around unhappy people. Uh, you keep hanging around unhappy co-workers. All these things is going to drain you, okay? You're going to be sad. You're going to be totally unhappy. You're going to be unproductive. You're going to have a lot of misery in your life. I'm here to tell you right now, unhappiness is going to increase your stress levels. And when you already know, when your stress levels are increased, guess what? It's going to be a problem for you in the long run. So, man, I just felt like I wanted to touch bases on the benefits of happiness from my point of view. Okay, man, you know, because, you know, it's a huge connection between happiness and good health. You know, and people just don't get it, man. You know, you ever see people who constantly sick all the time? Something wrong with their immune system? You know, they always got a frown on their face. That's because they're not happy. You know what I'm saying? That's because they are not happy. They put little effort into being happy. They're always crunchy looking. Face is always in a knot. You know, it takes more muscles in your face to make a frown than to smile. And then a lot of times when people do try to smile, it's a fake smile. They don't really smile or laugh from the diaphragm muscle to say, you know what? I'm going to increase my wellness, man. I'm trying to tell you right now. But a lot of people I know put on a good front while they're out in public or on social media. But when they lay their head down at night, they're the, some of the most miserable people are the most unhappy people. I'm like, man, how can you, how can you do it? You know, how can you do it? I don't like being happy. I don't like, I don't like being unhappy. I don't like being stressed. I don't like none of that, man. It just drains me to be around people like that, man. You have to have that connection between happiness and, 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 and good health. It's so important to do it. So somebody may be needing to hear this podcast tonight, you know, from a wellness coach. You know, you have to put yourself first. Self-care, self-care, self-care. You have to be happy, man. You have to really, really get yourself out there, you know, and, and make sure that you're in control of your emotions. Okay? Most people are not in control of their emotions. They're not. And it's hard for them. If they are in control of the emotions, they're depressed. Are they in control of the negative emotions and not their positive emotions? So you got to move past that, man. You got you to gotta let go and move on from these stressful situations. That's gonna, and that's going to help you make you stronger in the long run. I'm trying to tell you right now, you have to let go and move on. Anything or anyone, you have to say, you know what, I'm done with this or I'm done with that. 
in zero to 60 seconds, you have to be out of there to control your happiness and control your stress levels, man. It's a big deal, man. I'm trying to tell you, you got to have a more positive outlook on your life and experience it and really, really try to reduce your stress and worry. Okay, this is a big deal, man. People really neglect that. They don't understand the benefits of constantly being happy. Now, I'm not saying to you every day is going to be uh, roses and cream, you know, peaches and cream or better roses. I'm not saying that because we all have bad days. But you know what? You cannot stay there. Okay, you're going to have to get up from that bad day and say, you know what? I'm going to brush my shoulders off. I'm going to get myself up. You know, I'm going to analyze what's going on with me. I'm going to do a self inventory and I'm going to self improve. And guess what? I'm going to make myself happy. I'm going to find things that make myself happy. Now, positive coping mechanisms are positive coping skills to increase or enhance your happiness don't go and try to find negative coping skills to increase your happiness because over time that's gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna increase you know an unhealthy lifestyle so it's important to pay attention to your happiness man you know the pursuit of happiness is a real thing you know when you're constantly sad and you're constantly depressed you know, it's a drain on your family members. It's, it's a drain in, in what your co-workers, on your job, in your business, in your relationships. Nobody really wants to deal with that on a regular basis. You're going to have to fix yourself, man. I'm trying to tell you, you're going to have to be looking at, you know, at the, at the good in yourself and the good on people and really try to be in control of uncontrollable situation and choose to be happy. I'm tired running into unhappy people. I'm like, yo, what is going on? Now, life happens. I get that. But every time I see certain people, they got their face in a knot. I can't, man. So excuse me <laughs> if you see me and I'm talking to you and we having a conversation. You saying the same thing over me every time I see you. I can't with you. I'm sorry. I just can't because you know what? I'm in a good space right now. So I cannot let you bring me down i can't adopt your bad or negative emotions that make me feel a certain way i'm in a good space i'm trying to do some things right now i don't have time to be unhappy you get that i really don't i do not have time to be unhappy depressed or sad even irritable angry frustrated those things come but i can't stay there I don't have time to be that way. So I have to reduce those feelings, man. You know, it's hard for me to even deal with my own stuff. And I got to deal with other people's stuff too. I work with a lot of people who got really stressful careers, you know, and their job is really, really making them upset, sad, angry, frustrated. You know, they're really unhappy with what's going on right now. And they got to come and be in an unhappy relationship or whatever the case like that. Or they got to deal with some uh, uh, unruly kids, you know, the whole nine. So they're trying to find a way out, man, you know, because if you don't, if you don't find a way from being unhappy, man, you're going to increase your risk are chronic diseases especially if you're aging 
and you're over 40 years old, man, you, you're going to really increase your risk of chronic illnesses and diseases. And this is a big deal. And it's going one thing is going to affect the other. Okay? You don't believe me? Just watch. Stay there if you want to for a long period of time. One thing is going to affect the other, man. You know, it's going to be one disease after another disease. You know, anxiety, depression, all those all those unhappy things is going to kick in on you. And you know what? Guess what? Nobody is going to be around you. Nobody is going to want to be around you. Okay? Nobody wants to be around people who are full of misery and unhappiness. Nobody wants to be around that, so you wonder why nobody want to hang out with you or they don't invite you anywhere, co-workers, family, friends, because, man, you're always being a Debbie Downer. You're always being somebody who's going to be not the life of the party. You're just down. Okay, so I just felt like, you know, there's something to share about being unhappy. Okay, I want to talk about the business are the benefits of being uplifting and being happy as much as possible because it, it's going to make all the difference in your world, whether it's professionally or personally, okay? Whether it's in your career or whether it's in your business or whether it's in your personal life with family members, friends, kids, relationships, spouses, whatever it is, whoever it is, okay? Because the more you smile, the more you increase the endorphins and the serotonin hormones in your body, okay? Those are the feel-good hormones. Whenever you frown, you decrease those, okay? It's important for me. It doesn't matter who comes around me or who I come around. I got to smile for them. I got a joke for them. I'm laughing. I'm having fun, man. I'm trying to have a great relationship with myself first. That's the whole thing. And that's another thing about self-care. Having a great relationship with yourself first. Now, when that happens, guess what? You can have a relationship that's uh, plentiful and full of abundance with everybody else that comes around you. Okay? I'm trying to tell you, man, you know what I'm saying? Stress stress, and unhappiness, man, look, <laughs> you can keep all that, okay? Man, you cannot let your emotions get in the way, okay? You got to move past that, man. You know what? And on top of that, you know, it's going to make you feel stronger and, and younger in the long run, in the long term. You know, people ask me, they can't believe my age. Oh, 52 going on 53, man. I already know how I took almost 25 years off my life, 25 years off my face, all because I introduced and maintained a life of happiness. I smile more. I laugh harder. I'm the jokester. I'm having fun. I make sure everybody around me trying to have fun, man. Nobody want no, no, <laughs> no knucklehead full of unhappiness and sadness, man. No, 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 man. So, you know, it's, it's funny, man, because there's a huge connection between happiness and good health. I keep saying that, but you got to put an effort in it, man, if you really want to help yourself and help others. I'm just going to be honest with you. So I'm just going to get into uh, some of my tips and benefits of why I feel that you or anybody else should, should stay 
happy. You know what? Because every time that you're happy, guess what's happening, man? You improve your lifestyle. You can't tell me anybody right now who's super happy that they're not improving their lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? Man, I'm telling you, you come around happy people, they always smile and they always laugh and they always got a joke for you. They always offering you help. They always asking you, you know, what can they do for you? Because they're straight, they happy. Okay, the spirit's in them, their mind is right, they, they their body is right, they you know, everything is moving and working as one. They're working in a homeostasis environment. That means everything is working is in one unit your mind your body your spirit man your environment that mean when i say your environment i mean your home your work-life balance you know wherever you play at even right now if you go outside everything makes you feel happy man you you you're gonna be good to go man you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna tell you something when you are happy you don't want junk food you want a healthier meal Okay, when you smile and laughing all the time, a lot of times, man, you don't want to eat like a pig. You want to eat like a smart person. Okay, you want to eat like you have intelligence. You're going to have salads. You're going to drink a lot of water. You're going to get fruits and vegetables. You live in a healthier lifestyle, a balanced lifestyle that includes a lot of fruits and vegetables. But when you're unhappy and you're sad, you know what? Most of the time, depending on who you are, you're going to overeat, you're going to binge eat, you know, you're going to get the chips, you're going to get the cookies, you're going to get uh, pizza, donuts, all those things like that. So next thing you know, possibly you're going to increase your weight by 20 to 50 pounds over time when people, when you're sad or when you're depressed or angry or full of anxiety and stress. You're not going to eat well, so you're not going to feed your body. You're not going to feed that vessel with the proper fuel that it needs for you to perform on maximum levels or optimal levels, whether it's physically or mentally. Guess what? You're not going to be the best performer on your job. You're not going to be the best earner uh, on, in your company or in your business. You know, you're not going to be the best version of yourself when you're overweight or you sad all the time because it's bad for business. You cannot control pretty much facial expressions as much. You can't control body languages. Okay, when unhappy people, guess what? They wear it on their sleeves and they wear it on their faces. Now, if you look at happy people, same thing, but they smile more, okay? They're more relaxed, they're more inviting, they don't have their hands crossed all the time. They don't have their arms crossed all the time. They're not really standoffish, okay? They're, they're, they're open-minded to, to new ideas, open-minded to new business opportunities. Unhappy people, they're closed-minded. They have tunnel vision and they have a fixed mindset. They do not have a growth mindset. Pay attention to the unhappy people who you come in contact with and figure out, do you need to constantly be around this person or do you need to actually have an intervention with this person, whether it's a friend, coworker, family member, kids, I don't care who it is, okay? So, you really have to protect your body for from, you know, developing some type of diseases, man, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said a few minutes ago, one thing affects 
the other, okay? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you a personal story. A lot of you know my stories about diabetes. You know how I really caught diabetes? At one point, I was depressed. In that depression, I dealt with frustration. Now, here's the, here's the symptoms and signs of depression when it comes down to men, okay, versus women. Now, studies show that most women, when they deal with depression, they get sad, you know, they don't want to talk, they shed tears on all those things like that. Now, the side effects, when I went to therapy to talk to my therapist to get my mess in order, guess what the side effects of depression is in men? Frustration, irritability, anger, violence. <laughs> I was like, what? Who knew? Okay, who knew? And guess what happened? I tend to use negative coping mechanism like alcohol, partying. I was smoking, you know, smoking weed. I was, you know, uh, lack of sleep, bad eating habits. You know, I was trying to suppress the depression. Okay, and over time, guess what? I ended up in ICU with type 2 diabetes. My overall health was diminishing. So I know firsthand how depression or unhappiness due to lifestyle changes or negative lifestyle changes can really affect your life. I'm not telling you this because it's something that, you know, I just found out. I live these things. So now I, I have an opportunity, another opportunity to be happy. I have another opportunity to live uh, and pursue my happiness and this to be the best version of myself. Now, I'm not saying that every day uh, I'm happy, go lucky, I'm bubbly. No, I got my ways. Trust me, I got my moments. But guess what? I can't stay there. I need I need a I need a day for myself. I need a few hours for myself to get my things together, right? Mentally and spiritually, physically. So now I can be, you know, nip that in the bugs. I've been there before and I know where it almost killed me. So I, I don't want to go back there. I don't I don't like being in, in a depressed state or a uh, frustrated state. I don't like it. My mother would say, you know, Terry don't do stress well. And you know what? She's completely right. I don't do stress well. That's why it's important for me to stay as happy as I can possibly can. Okay, this is a big deal. But, you know, once you're staying happy, you start to eating well, you know, it, you know, you start to protect your body from developing diseases such as diabetes. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you have to make sure that you stay active. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not staying active, guess what? It's going to show again in your overall emotional health and your spiritual health and not just in your physical health. So you have to incorporate those things, man, to improve your lifestyle. You got to find ways to, you know, uh, control your unhappiness, like meditation. I meditate two, three times a day for like as long as I can, 10, 15 minutes. But some, I'm getting better because sometimes I can't even sit down for five minutes and close my eyes and meditate. I go to my closet. I pray. I come from 100 to 1. You know, I go for a walk. I need the sunshine on my face. Anything I can do to improve my lifestyle when it comes down to being happy. You have to do these things, man. You know, like I write, you know, I read articles. I write articles. I work out. 
you know, uh, I give hugs, I give kisses, I do all those things to make sure that I'm protecting my spirit, I'm protecting my body, I'm protecting my mind, man. So all those things are going to further contribute to a healthier me. You know, so you're going to have to do that for yourself. If you're not contributing to a healthier you, guess what? You're going to really aggravate yourself and everybody else who comes around you. Ain't nobody got time for that, man. You know, that's why I see people like, what you so mad about? And they say, oh, this and that and that and that. I'm like, really? You alive. You're kicking. You you got another uh, opportunity to get it together, man. You know what I'm saying? Quit being unhappy all the time. So another thing, what I like about you know, really, really staying happy are the soup happiness, man. The benefits of it is like, you know, it helps you to live longer. You know, on top of all the things that I just mentioned as far as like eating right, exercising, meditation, all these things, man, you know, can increase your lifespan. For one, for every one hour that you do physical exercise, you increase your lifespan by one hour. People don't get it. They don't understand that, man. You know, most of the time they want to go exercise for the vanity reason. Ooh, I look good for Instagram or whatnot. I get that. Ain't nothing wrong with patting yourself on the back for reaching your goal from all the hard work you're getting in. But once you're able to remove or eliminate the vanity out of physical exercise, and you think about um, increasing your lifespan, that's a major thing. One of my biggest fears in life, man, is I don't want to grow old and sickly, ill, or in pain. I don't want to do that, okay? I want to grow older with no pain in my body. I have great mental independence, or cognitive abilities, you know, mental stamina. I just want to be the best version of myself. So, like, I'm already 52, so I figure, man, you know, I got another 40, 50 more years in me if, I, if I'm controlling my stress level. You know, because I'm going to tell you right now, man, your overall uh, well-being is directly connected to your happiness or lack of. Okay, so if you're super happy, guess what? You're going to lower your blood pressure. You're going to lower your weight, your body weight. You're going to lower your bad cholesterol. You're going to lower your stress levels. You're going to lower or decrease your risk of disease. Now, if you're constantly being unhappy, stressed, depressed and anxiety it's just the opposite you're going to increase those things and you're going to lead into more sickness more illnesses more overall unhealthy well-being you know man you you got, you got to learn how to do it you got to learn how to practice great self-management tips i'm trying to tell you go back and check my other episodes of great self-management tips if you are stress management tips, excuse me, if you don't know anything about stress management and the importance of stress management, then you're already behind the eight ball. You're already, man. You know what I'm saying? So just know that happy people, you know, have happier lifestyles and satisfied with their lives. You know, they really are. And if they're not satisfied with life, they're not staying there. If you're strong enough mentally and spiritually, you're going to go somewhere and get yourself together so you can become more satisfied with your life. Okay? Really. I had a conversation Saturday with Charles D. Clark, one of the actors from uh, Interview Saturday from uh, Empire. Man, this dude transformed his life. Okay? from from uh, the streets of LA gang banging eight 
eight years in prison to coming home, man, a whole different person, man. He couldn't stay in that. He couldn't stay in that. In that frustration, he couldn't stay in that anxiety state. He did something. Now he's one of the most sought-off actors, uh, sought-after um, actors in Hollywood right now, working with some of the industry greats right now. Taraji B. Henson, uh, uh, Terrence Howard on Empire Exhibit. You know, he was in the movie Harriet. He's in the upcoming movie from Will and Jada Smith, um, Charm to the Kings featuring uh, Meek Mills. So, you know, it's like, it's dope, man. That dude is happy. He had to change his life around. You know, he, he living a healthier lifestyle right now. I'm going to tell you, man, you have to really pay attention to what's going on in your life. If anything that's stressing you out, toxic situations that's making you stress or full of anxiety, you're going to have to eliminate it. Okay? You're really going to have to do it, man. Happiness is the way of life. It doesn't matter. Some people who have less than nothing have so much happiness and joy in their life. They understand it. They're not bogged down by what society thinks that I should have to be successful in life. You know, they have the littlest things and they're happy, man. They have peace. They have tranquility. They have a peace of mind. They have a mind-body connectivity, a mind-spirit connectivity. I, I talk to these people all the time. And I'm like, man, these things don't bother them. They have good health, man. Okay? So when I run in, when I run into people that's constantly in a rush, constantly stressed, constantly uh, depressed, uh, it's contagious to me. It really aggravates me, especially when I got to coach him. I'm like, man, you got to get out of this funk. But you know what? It's hard. Guess what? They have a career that's stressing them out. It cannot be. It, it may not just be the career. It can be the people who you work with stressing the crap out of you, man. You know, it can be family members. It can be a spouse, a toxic relationship. You got to find a way to escape if you need to free yourself. If you want to really, really um, open your mind up to more healthier possibilities of living a long life. I'm trying to tell you, man. It's a big deal. Oh, my God. Life is too short. You don't believe me. How many people that you know on, in 2019, even this year, that lost their life? Are they, able, are they sick right now because of something triggered the high blood pressure or stroke? You know, imagine how they feel right now behind that, you know. So it's like you have to make sure that you're practicing positive thinking at all times, okay? It doesn't matter what condition that you're in. you got to have the positive mindset to say, you know what, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to use, I'm going to call on my source, help me get through this. I talk to people all the time. I said, man, I said, how you doing? I was in a restaurant today. You know, he was like, oh, he's complaining. I said, man, it could be worse. You can be incarcerated. You can be locked up. You can be, you know, in a worse situation which you are right now. You got to get people to look at the benefits of being healthy, being alive, and, and, and compare themselves to people who don't have the opportunities that they have right now. 
You see what I'm saying? I'm listening to a podcast one time about Les Brown. They said, you know what? You go to, you know, he said, you go to a hospital right now. These people will love to have the opportunity that you, that we have right now to be out enjoying this sunshine right now. Having that vitamin D push down on their forehead, make them feel warm and fuzzy inside. They hooked up to machines. Okay, they hooked up to IV poles. They hooked up. They will love to trade places with you. People who are incarcerated right now, they will love to be free and love to trade places with you. But here you have all the low subtle liberties to really enjoy your life right now. And guess what? You can't even do it because you're too depressed and you're too stressed and you're unhappy. So you have to really look at the benefits that you have right now of staying positive. Keep a positive mindset. You know, you cannot overcome these conditions if you have a if you have a negative uh, excuse me, you have a negative um, mindset. You know, one thing affects the other, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a huge connection between happy happiness and life expectancy. People don't understand that, man. Tomorrow is not promised. You can't be angry, upset all the time, constantly depressed. You can't do it. You know, at least don't come around me with it. Okay? I'm not feeling that. You know, if you if you know me, you know you can't come around me like that all the time. I don't want to be around that, man. I'm allergic. That stuff is contagious. I'm going to tell you right now, you can't. You can't be around me like that. You know what I mean? So I'm going to tell you. But going back to maintaining a healthier lifestyle, you know, getting your diet down, getting your exercise down, it's going to play a huge part in your overall happiness. Okay? It's hard to be happy if you're overweight and ill. I don't care what nobody said. When I was sick, I was not happy, but I was determined to get right. Okay, even if I catch a headache right now, I hate headaches. I hate pain in my body. Even if I catch a headache right now, I'm unhappy. I'm grumpy. I'm irritable. Only thing I want to do is find a way to reduce that pain or eliminate that pain. Okay, I don't, I'm not on top of my game when I'm in pain. I don't want to read. I don't want to think. I don't want to work out. I don't want to do anything but just lay there. Now I'm being very unproductive. I'm not getting any work done because I'm feeling a type of way negatively, okay, in my mind and my body. So I don't want to do it, man. So you got to you got to maintain yourself, you know, and don't be letting so many people that I know let social media dictate to them how their happiness should be. Okay? Just because you see Curdy, Larry, and Mo out there doing something, making money, traveling, all that stuff like that. Don't you get depressed behind that? Your time is gonna come. Okay? If so and so quit their job and open up a business and you can't and you feel like you're depressed behind that, don't get depressed about that. Put in work. You gonna you can do the same thing too. You just have to dig down deep and say, you know what? That motivates me. Okay, too many times I see people see images of other people and they comparing themselves okay but you don't have to do that because that's going to depress you that's going to make you unhappy and now you grumpy all the time when you see that person whatever people are like yo what's wrong with you 
<laughs> you can't be like that. I'm serious. You just can't. You can't be like that, okay? So you have to pay attention, man, because you got to really try to enjoy your life more. I don't care what the situation is, man. Okay? And, man, whatever part of happiness you're, you're trying to pursue in your life, man, you got to take time, smell the roses, go buy some flowers, put it in your front room or whatever, and smell those roses, man. You know, be happy. Have fun. Enjoy life more. Get out there and do something, anything that's going to make you improve your, your mindset, even your spirituality. I'm telling you because if you don't have a mind, body, uh, spirituality, connection, you're going to have a problem, okay? You, you're not going to be happy all the way around, but you're going to feel 1,000% better once you have all those wellness components aligned up. Okay, ain't nothing. You're gonna bulletproof your life. You're gonna bulletproof um, your happiness. Nothing can pretty much penetrate your your armor when you're happy. Because you know what? Hey, everything is going right, and all the things that I can't control, I'm not gonna control. But I'm gonna control all the things I can control. Bulletproof your life and live your life more, man. Quit comparing yourself to others because. What they have and you don't, you know, you, you don't have. You don't have enough and what the things they have. You know, you can't do that. You can't do that, man. Find your happy space. Please. Find your happy space. If you can't find your happy space, I suggest that you dig deep and you go to the source, the man above, and you go find a word and you find your happy space. If you cannot find your happy space, you're going to have a problem. And guess what? Nobody else can make you happy unless you do. You can't find happiness in your spouse, in your friends, in your relationship. No, it's not their responsibility to make you happy. You're going to fail. Okay? If so-and-so makes you happy, cool. Okay, but at the end of the day, it's you gotta remember this now. It's not their responsibility to make you happy. It's your responsibility. You have to deal with your own mess. I don't care. I'm my own I'm my own individual. If I'm responsible for me, okay? Self-care. I'm gonna make sure that I'm happy because when I am happy, everybody around me is happy. Okay, you have you can't make you can't make other people happy just for you to feel happy. Some people are just grumpy 24-7. You can do whatever you want to do with them, they're not gonna be happy. And guess what? That's gonna bring down your your I mean that's gonna increase your uh your stress levels, and you know what that's gonna do? That's gonna lower your immune system, and now you're more susceptible for diseases. To be honest with you, because most unhappy people, you lower your, your immune system. You open yourself up to sickness, depending on who you are. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, you can't do it. Hating on other people, talking about people, sadness, depression. Guess what? It lowers your body's defense system. Your immune system is weakened now. 
So I don't understand why people be mad all the time and they be talking junk about people all the time, backbiting and gossiping and all that. You lowering your defenses. You know, I'd rather be like, yo, that's on them. You know, I'm good. Okay, so you got to really find ways to keep yourself happy, you know, and, and just laugh harder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Find a way to laugh, laugh, laugh. I don't care. If you're watching something on Netflix, you pull up the comedy stuff and you find a comedy show and you just laugh, laugh, laugh. Or you find a movie or something that's really funny and you just laugh harder, man. Find the funniness in things when it comes down to life, man. You better change your situation. You better change your life because if you do not, you're going to be unhappy and you don't even know why. You know, that's another thing. Some people are so unhappy, they, they can't even pinpoint which what their triggers are. They don't even know why they're unhappy. They've been unhappy for so long, <laughs> they can't even pinpoint when it even started. Okay? They're just grumpy for no reason, man. I used to work around people in corporate America like, that. Yeah, always unhappy. I don't understand it. You know what I mean? I see them not go the other direction. I don't want to do it, man. You know, I can't. I can't. So, you know, you got to make sure that you increasing your lifestyle, increasing your, your lifespan, you strengthen being happiness, man. You strengthening your immune system. You protecting yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? From bad vibes and, uh, uh, illness and disease, man. You lower your, you lower your defenses when you sad and angry all the time, man. You can't do it. You cannot do it. You know, so it's, it's, <laughs> It's funny to me. I mean, if you come back and you listen to this podcast, you share it out. If you know some people like this, I don't care if it's a spouse, you're in a relationship, your coworkers, your kids and everything like that. Man, I'm telling you, man, take these tips, take these benefits and really take a personal inventory of your life. Look deep inside of you, okay? Step outside of yourself and look at yourself from the outside in and not from the inside out. Take a close look at yourself. Take inventory, write notes. What is making you unhappy right now? Who is making you unhappy right now and why? And what can you do to remove or eliminate that unhappiness because you need to choose what's going to make you happy. Okay. Not social media, not alcohol, not a spouse, not a boyfriend, not a girlfriend. You have to choose what's going to make you happy as a sole individual. Okay. I'm telling you right now, because if you don't, if happiness starts with you, it's nobody else's responsibility. Okay. You've got to live your life, man. You know, you got to have uh, strong feelings of gratitude about yourself or about life in general. Okay, you have to show gratitude for the things that you have and not for the things that you want. Okay, show gratitude, be happy. This is all part of wellness. This is a connection for you to increase your happiness. You're going to have to remove a lot of things out of your life, man. And you have to pick and choose what's going to make you happy. What makes you happy? You know, maybe you need to lose 20, 30 pounds. Would that make you happy? Make me happy. Okay. Then lose the weight. 
Maybe you need to make a, a lifestyle change. Would that make you happy? Yeah. Okay. What's your level of happiness? How are you going to do it? How are you going to uh, uh, make yourself happy? Make that list. Pros and cons. Why are you so depressed? Why are you so angry? What are your triggers? How can you be happy? You see everybody else in loving relationships and they're getting along with co-workers. What are they so happy about? Why are they so bubbly? And then unhappy people, they always rag on people with bubbly personalities. You ever notice that? People who have bubbly personalities, they're just naturally happy. Guess what? Those are the people who pretty much live a longer life. They're happiness and they always go the extra while and always go the extra mile to make sure that everybody else is okay. Okay? But then again, sometimes that can be a facade. You know, because if you think about, let's just say uh, Robin Williams, the comedian, he made the whole world laugh from the outside looking in the way we saw his life on television or in movies. We thought that this guy was a happy guy. But obviously, that wasn't the case. Okay? He was unhappy. But then again, that could have been a mental illness. You know? So we don't know people's stories. But at the end of the day, if you know your own story, you know, seek help. If you can't do anything by yourself, you need to, you need to go see... A therapist, man, mental health is everything. Emotional health is everything. You need to go have a conversation with a therapist. And don't get it confused. Therapy is an added benefit to your happiness. If you can't figure out what's bothering you, what's bringing you down, why you're so sad, it can be a, 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 a medical issue somewhere. It could be a mental health issue. But you don't know that until you go talk to a clinical professional. Okay, you really need to do that. And one thing I realized, people don't want to talk about their feelings. Okay, I do. I need to get mine out. Um, when we was coming up, it wasn't really a profound thing for men to talk about their feelings. We had to tough it up. You got to be macho and all those different things. But at the end of the day, you still have to deal with those suppressed issues because it's going to come out as anger, frustration, irritability depression in men it's a vicious cycle you have to go get help okay you can't be mean mugging every time you come in room <laughs> you can't be you can't be mean mugging like what's going on man you know you stress what's happening you unhappy you know you need to figure out what's going on and then make the necessary adjustments in your life I'm going to tell you right now. Because ain't nobody want to be around you. You got to find a way to boost your own happiness. Those levels got to be at a, at maximum. It's so funny because <clears throat> we all have electronic devices right now. And soon as the percentages get low, the power, the energy get low. First thing we do, we plug it all up and make sure we at 100%. But we don't do the same thing for our lives. We don't do the same thing for our emotional health, our spiritual and our um, psychological health. We don't do the same thing. We don't reset. We don't replenish. You know, we don't uh, charge up our life. We just go on low battery, low energy. Okay. And then find a way to hold on. You can't do that for yourself. 
you know, we do for our electronic devices, but we neglect ourselves. <laughs> you know, you got to find a way, man. You got to make sure that you really are, you know, increasing your lifestyle, increasing your wellness. Okay, increasing your happiness. And, you know, you can't compare yourself to other people. You got to do you. All right. And let people look at you as a beacon. You know, like, oh, they're they doing things. I'm so happy. You know, if you're dealing with depression, you want people to be like, man, I'm so happy you came out of that. Depression is real. Mental health is real. Emotional health is real. You have to find a way. You know, the best thing you can do if you don't have nobody to talk to or you can't afford a therapist, I, I, I suggest that you go get your composition book and you start doing some journaling. You start writing down your feelings and, and, and make sure that, you know, you're addressing them. Okay, get it out your head, get it out your emotions, because every time you look in the mirror, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have negative self-talk about yourself. And I said that the other day about self-care, because we do not allow people to talk negative towards us. But we look in the mirror and we are talking negative about ourselves all day long. Okay, and the subconscious mind is recording everything that you're saying. Now, you have to be very careful to what you how to talk to yourself because you are listening. Okay, whether you believe it or not, most of you do, some you don't, but you are listening every time you tell yourself that. Okay, sometimes you just got to be good to yourself, pamper yourself, and just pat yourself on the back and say, you know what great job okay you have to practice self-care if you want to be happy man happiness is free happiness don't cost you can make yourself happy just by walking up the block even if you got a pet <laughs> get you a pet walk the dog do some um pet therapy you don't you know that in a lot of nursing homes and hospitals Pets are used to increase wellness in seniors or in kids, you know, or anybody. You see a nice fluffy dog or pet, guess what? They use those pets for that to increase happiness and wellness. Okay, so if you got a dog, man, pet that dog, walk that dog, do what you have to do, do something, man. You cannot stay in bondage mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You can't stay in bondage. There's nobody in want to deal with you. Okay? You got to make great changes towards your life. That's just it. You know, you got to have great feelings of gratitude and positive thinking every day. Every day. It's not easy, but it's easy if you get what I'm saying. You got to have that every day. If not, it's going to be a problem for you. Okay, you're not going to want to eat right. You're not going to work out. You're not going to have the best physical image about yourself. And you're not going to have the best uh, psychological image about yourself. Because you know what? You're dealing with too much pain inside. You're camouflaging the depression or the unhappiness. You cannot do that. You're going to have to come behind, come from behind that camouflage. I'm telling you right now. If you don't know how to do it, I suggest that you go get help. I suggest that you find a good therapist that you can vent to. Not your homies, okay? 
not your homies because the people who you vent to most likely they're just gonna get into your business and they're gonna tell all your business to the next person anyway and guess what that's gonna add more unhappiness to you once that gossip get back to you find yourself a professional that you can you know really share your innermost thoughts with and be safe with it man ain't nothing wrong with getting on the couch and expressing the way you're feeling and don't be afraid to express the way you're feeling it may hurt you it may hurt somebody else but you got to get it out you got to get it out because you know what if you cannot or if you do not you're going to increase your risk of a heart attack or a stroke i've seen it or even diabetes i lived that so you got to get it out you know so anyway this is your man terrence hutchinson uh your best lifestyles podcast Follow me on all social media outlets, Terrence Hutchinson. And my website, if in case you need it, is www.yourbestlifestyles.com. Send me a message. Hit us up, man. You know, seek help. Get therapy. You know, I can help you with nutrition, uh, meditation, stress management, functional fitness, all those things that help you live a a healthier lifestyle or help you increase a healthier lifestyle or increase your abundance of quality of life okay that's what it's all about and you can we can start right where you are and work from there okay or i can direct you to a clinical professional you know who who, who can really help you with the uh uh the psychological warfare that's going on okay so it's a big deal. Now we gotta remember between the brain and the heart, it's only 14 inches apart. If you think about that, the brain and the heart is only 14 inches in apart. In between those 14 inches is a war going on. It's a black hole going on. You got emotional decisions and you got rational decisions. You know, you got to figure out whatever situation you're in who is in control of you, your heart or, or, your, or your brain? Who's making this, who's making, who's calling the shots? Okay, a lot of times when you're dealing with unhappiness, frustration, depression, guess who's in control? Your heart is in control. A lot of times you got to make concrete intellectual decisions to tell your heart just to be quiet, go sit in the corner. We have to do this for us. Okay, so I know some days between my heart and, and my brain and my mind, they don't get along. They don't agree on too much of anything. But I had to I had to figure out what the situation is. And I feel like, okay, you know, tell my heart just to be quiet and let my brain do the work. Okay, and really to cut my heart off, man. You know, so I suggest that you try to do that yourself to make sure that you in the winning winning situation right now when it comes down to your overall health and well-being it's a big deal man don't neglect it man so many people deal with mental health and depression and emotion bad emotional health and they're sick all the time man they wonder why they, you know something going on you know or a lot of times it can just be genetics or hereditary but you don't know that until you really go talk with somebody so you know it's a it's a big deal do not neglect 
your your overall health, man. The pursuit of happiness. That's where you want to be. The benefits of happiness. You're going to increase your lifespan. You're going to increase your lifestyle. You're going to increase your quality of living. You're going to be more vibrant. You're going to be more energetic. You know, you're going to be vibrating from a different, a higher frequency. Nobody can penetrate that wall that you got up of happiness, man. You're going to be more... Uh, productive in your business you're gonna be more productive in your career you're gonna be more welcoming when you when new people are coming to you okay you're gonna be more productive in your cognitive awareness and more creative up to 40 percent more creativity in your mind man you know what i'm saying so when you're unhappy and sad guess what those chances decreases so when those chances decreases guess what you're gonna miss money you're going to miss opportunities because you know why? You're antisocial right now. You don't want to be around nobody. Even if you try to put up a good front and you got to go out there and meet a client or do some type of business meeting, guess what? It's going to show. It's going to show on your facial expressions. It's going to show on your body language. It's going to show in your words, you know, and these are uh, uh, signs People can read those. I know I'm good. I can read body's body language and signs before you even open your mouth to me. I don't. I already know how you're feeling. You're very standoffish. You see me coming. You really didn't. You know all that different stuff. Like I already know how to. I already know how to deal with you if you if I want to do business with you or not or accept you as a client. You know we try to figure out what's going on with you, but for the most part of it. You know, I'm like, man, you just straight unhappy. So we just got to figure out what the root causes are. Okay, a lot of people, they don't want to focus on the root cause of their unhappiness or depression. Okay, they just want to just, you know, put a, a fresh coat of paint on something. Or they want to put a band-aid on a gunshot wound. And they don't really want to address the elephants that's in the room or the skeletons that's in their closets at the particular time. You got to get past these things, man. Okay, you're going to mess around and get a pain in your chest. That's going to be a heart attack. Okay, mess around and, and, and your face start to uh, droop in and your speech get to slurring and all that stuff like that. That's a stroke. You know, <laughs> you don't know. You don't understand why what's going on. Okay, so we have to pay close attention. Look, we're getting older now. We have to pay attention to our health. Not just physically, but on all levels. We have to pay attention. We have to pay, listen to our bodies, listen to our minds. Okay? Seek help. Believe me, man. If you need to lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds. Because that's going to make you feel better if you take off 20, 30, 40 pounds. Or you get in shape, that's going to make you feel extra good. Trust me when I know this. Okay? So anyway, once again... Uh, you can catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, um, Apple, Google, uh, all these different uh, podcast uh, platforms, man. And then soon we're looking to get the word from Pandora and iHeartRadio. Uh, we, we're in uh, uh, 52, 53 countries right now. Uh, 1.2 million listeners. Uh, our subscribers just went up. Like close to 800 plus subscribers. Thank you so much. And uh, we here, man. So I see you guys on Wednesday. Peace out.